Welcome to the Social Pete Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. Thank you for listening. In this episode, we talk about all things Halloween. We go into different Halloween campaigns, what we like and what we don't like from big to small businesses, and give you some fun Halloween stats for the season along the way. So let's get into this week's episode, number 96, breaking down some of the best Halloween campaigns for this spooky season. I feel like we gotta play like spooky music as the intro to kind of get us in the mood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Spooky. Okay. <laughs> That's good enough right there. <laughs> just me moaning. <laughs> but like a creepy one. But like a creepy moan. <laughs> so we have with us today, oh, I guess I can do that in the intro, but Katie, back again. Hi. My dark sister. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about all things Halloween marketing. Yes. <laughs> I was really excited about this. So, Halloween's like my favorite. It is my favorite too. And there are so many cool campaigns that brands come out with every holiday. And I feel like the main ones are obviously like candy brands because duh. But I know there's a lot of other people that are jumping on the train too. So today we want to talk about like all the cool Halloween campaigns. So Pat, I'm going to start with because you actually brought this up, which I didn't know was a thing. And I think it's so genius is trunk or treat. Yeah. <laughs> Explain more about what that is, because I just learned that like three weeks ago. So I've only seen it done by like churches and religious groups who encourage the families that go to the church to not take their kids out on the streets in the neighborhood and give them a safe space to come and do trick-or-treating, but it's all in like a church parking lot and people decorate, instead of decorating their house or their porch, they decorate the trunk of their car and then so kids are wandering around the parking lot, safer space to go trick-or-treating and you know all the families from the church or organization, whatever. And I've, I've seen it done for several years but when we were talking about it, we're like, what if this were not just a church thing and, and we got some clients involved and because we've got some car clients and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but just broadened it, I, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, it's it's a really cool concept and just kind of a, a more confined space for kids to do trick-or-treating. They still do costumes and all the typical Halloween things, but it's it's just in a more safe space yeah i love that because when you said i was like what i've never heard of that because yeah you think you just oh you just go door to door and that's how you trick or treat but i was like if a car dealership could get on board and it could become an annual event and you could decorate all the trunks of the cars the parents can look at the cars the kids can go trick-or-treating there are any car people car marketing people listening (laughs) yeah hit us up check this out (laughs) yeah i feel like the only thing that like stops people from that though is like the candy in the van (laughs) (laughs) but like we were looking through some of them some of them were really cute i feel like if you do it really cute it's like cute and it takes a it takes that whole like threat (laughs) away like you're gonna end up in the trunk but uh i don't know Uh, but uh, some of them i saw like on this uh there's a really cool link um i'm sure missy will share it it has a bunch of them and one of them was actually way too creepy though for me it was like ventriloquist dummies and i was like (laughs) i'm too scared to go to that truck i had a i had a friend in college who i worked with and he drove like his everyday car was a hearse oh my gosh what and so can you imagine him pulling up to a trunk or treat with (laughs) with the hearse all decorated that's epic okay why why would why was it just like a good deal yeah that's just they decommissioned it you know the funeral home or whatever didn't want it so it was you know like an old chrysler oldsmobile that they turned into a hearse and 
just got a great deal on it and it, they, it was basically a van he he played in a van in a band and so they oh, could haul see, a bunch yeah. of stuff in, in the back that of that thing that would actually be kind of convenient so <laughs> it'd be cool if they like tricked <laughs> it out though you know like had it, some like cool chairs back it there was not something. tricked out at all it was very much bare bones and very oh much a God. beater car but yeah oh wow all right so i have some halloween um cuisine i'm gonna do for you guys oh, oh man uh, it's all about like where people spend where like people spend the most money during Halloween. So if anyone listening falls into these categories, these are the, the top the top earners. So which one do you think? Where, where do you think people spend the most money during Halloween? Greeting cards, decorations, candy, or costumes? It's got to be candy, right? Like I want to say candy, but I feel like it's a trick or something. <laughs> <Ha>! <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, well, okay, so what was the first option? Greeting cards, decorations, candy, or costumes. Uh, I want to say it's either decorations or costumes. No? Is that your final answer? Uh, it's costumes. Costumes, wow. huh? So out of They're all those, pricey. which I didn't even realize people sp- like spent money on greeting cards for Halloween. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I was the, like that. Mm-mm. Who <laughs> is that? $390 million are spent on greeting cards for Halloween. That's crazy. Um, $2.4 billion are spent on decorations. $2.5 billion are spent on candy. And $3.1 billion are spent on wow. costumes. By a long shot. Wow. We, love our, we love dressing up. We love dressing up. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is if you have a business that's Halloween-related at all, costumes like Pinterest mm-hmm. is a great place. They said that that was one of the biggest places that users go to get content for Halloween ideas. Um, by far out of any of the social networks out there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some weird other, some other weird marketing campaigns. Um, Katie, have you seen anything cool come? I haven't seen anything yet this yeah. year. It's still a little early, mm-hmm. but I'm waiting to uh, see what pops up. The biggest thing that we were talking about is the clowns. Yeah. That came. Oh. This, you said it was like what two years ago? Yeah, it was like 2016. It was like the killer clowns. We're coming to town. That's what it felt like. I don't know. I remember I was in college at the time and I was watching. um, I was still like on Vine religiously and I'd always see like random videos of I think it was like around this time of year back then. um, People were just like walking in like a wooded area and there'd just be like a clown like just subtly standing there. Yeah, lurking. And was that the year that it came out? I think it did. See, that's the thing. I think it a lot of those videos were promo or at least one of them. I don't know um, the full backstory, but uh, it turned out that was what it was. But then there was like actual like police related incidents with like people chasing people with knives. And like, that's like when it gets to be illegal. (laughs) So it was just cool. I was um, like reminiscing a little bit. I love when like companies turn it into like more of that. They don't just do it online. They make it into like that experiential part yeah. of it, where they're like literally having people dress up as clowns and like pop up around town. Because that again, it took it to a whole new level. Some people took it too far, obviously. But I love when they do those activations like that. Yeah, like this article, um, the MD gadvertising.com article on um, 10 frightfully good Halloween marketing campaigns. The second one is Burger King and they did hashtag scary clown night. And that is like, they took this whole like incident and made it into like a campaign and an experience for like their customers. Like um, I think it was the whole ad was 
oh, I'm just a bunch of clowns. The guy was scared. He like ran into a Burger King and then the clowns were like, give me my whoppers. And, then, <laughs> and it was like the clowns looked like Ronald McDonald. And then oh, there was like a part where gosh, he was like clever. riding a tricycle. So it was like a saw reference, which I thought was really cool. But like, it's just really clever that they jumped onto this weird like phenomenon that was going on on social media and then made an actual like 90 second polished video playing off of it like i don't know i i just love when they just take it to the next level and sense what's going on in real life didn't burger king or maybe it was mcdonald's one of those two didn't they do a i think it was burger king with the whopper with the black bun for halloween a a few years ago with like squid ink or something in it yeah it turned people's mouths purple or something like that. I think that was a Halloween thing. I'd I mean, hope why so. else would you I mean, turn a <laughs> buzzer black? Would you guys try that? I probably, I didn't when it was out, but I probably would. <laughs> I don't know. I'm up for adventure. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Uh, I think it was Burger King. <laughs> so this is unrelated, but um, it kind of ties in the McDonald's and Burger King feud that has always been going on. <laughs> um, this has been all over LinkedIn lately, and it was I just thought it was like a really cool campaign. So actually, Burger King stopped selling Whoppers for a day, and they did a whole campaign around it because McDonald's, every um, like McDonald's uh, burger thing you bought at, at McDonald's that week, they would donate to help kids fighting cancer. And so Burger King essentially was like, hey, go to McDonald's. We want to help them support this cause. And they had all of this great graphics where it was like the Burger King King guy and the McDonald's clown holding hands in the artwork. So we can link to that in the show notes. But it was just a really cool campaign showing how brands can tie together. And usually it's them feuding like the clown chasing after. <laughs> yeah, like that. That I think that's cool how they've started to do more of that. That's a that's a good, uh, an interesting study because obviously they're always fighting against each other and competing they're big competitors Mm -hmm. but you know in in that instance burger king is is helping mcdonald's but burger king is helping themselves from a pr standpoint it definitely helped burger king you know they're they're taking a day of sales which they can afford to do and and not sell that but from a pr perspective they're getting all of the press and mcdonald's is kind of the side side note on Mm -hmm. that yeah I mean, we're talking about it right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Going back to the creepy, the creepy uh, campaigns, um, Ford did something um, last year called the spooky car wash prank, where they gave away like free car washes to people at any like at local car wash places around town. And then when the people got into the car wash, there's videos. I'll post the link because they look terrifying. But essentially, they just scared the shit out of people. (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) No, that one was so good. And, And one girl at the end, she's like. I don't think I'll ever go through a car wash again. That would be me. <laughs> I laughed. I, I don't know. I love prank stuff like that, especially when it comes to like the scary ones or say there's like an elevator and a trap door comes out and people come out and scare. Like that is so great. And just that it, it was a brand to do that, to like capitalize on this concept of like pranks and just scaring the crap out of people. Like I feel like that's the content we like eat up. Mm-hmm. So um, bravo to them. This one is not as as much of a fun prank, but Amazon was selling a this happens every year where people, there's celebrities or whoever who have a costume that is not appropriate and it gets blown up all over social media. And Amazon was actually selling an adult costume for like a psych ward mental patient and it caused all this stir and what it was actually really cool because um what this uh 
there was like a campaign around it that people started posting actually like what does it actually look like to be a mental patient Mm -hmm. it's not someone dressed in an orange suit with a psych ward on it and a mask it was people who like were just you know lounging and just trying to have a relaxing day after the craziness of whatever issues they've been going through and so it started this whole social media campaign momentum people were using the hashtag mental patient and it picked up steam and then amazon actually took down the costume after that picked up yeah Good I just, job. Yeah. yeah i just don't know why you would think that's okay <laughs> yeah. like psycho it's a psycho word on it like what mm. like uh i think that's just like too old school like our modern like mental health facilities don't look anything like they did in like the 1900s yeah. or even give you that stigma so it's like what are you thinking <laughs> i've seen a lot of people posting on instagram now that halloween's coming up like just to make sure you all are aware, these are costumes you should not be wearing during Halloween. <laughs> and it just has like a list and people are just posting it in their stories just to spread awareness. Yeah. about These are just not appropriate, uh, which I think is really, really good to yeah. push that out there. Because every year something, happens. <laughs> something comes up. <laughs> I know it'll happen again this year. Oh, yeah. Right. No matter how much you prepare for it. Yeah, another one that I saw that was really cool was WD-40. They made an app, actually, that, which, like, in reality, like, who knows how much sales this would lead to, but I think it's super creative of them on their behalf to, like, even just make brand awareness. They created an app that you can, like, choose different doors, like, screeching, squeaking, I don't know. Uh, when they open, so there's like a little pouch you put your phone in, and when the trick-or-treaters come to the door, you open the door and and it'll make the noise in the app, it'll go like, like really (laughs) ridiculous. And I thought that was just so clever for them because they're like the only time you want your door to be like screeching or whatever the word is. That's really good. So clever. Yeah, like I thought that was really smart. And it's like you would never associate WD-40 with Halloween, but they found a way to make that work. And I thought that was super creative. And just like if you're going to go Halloween, you want to go like that route to make it like clever. Yeah. And and not just put a pumpkin costume on a bottle of WD-40 and put it in a banner ad or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All these campaigns just take it to the next level because working in social media you just see the happy halloween post that goes out and you know sometimes that's okay but doing campaigns like this really ties in your brand with halloween and relates it back to your your product fanta also do you guys drink fanta i have i I used to when i was really young (laughs) fanta did this campaign and i was like oh my gosh fanta like i haven't heard of this in forever where they did a partnership um or not partnership but they did snapchat codes and essentially, they had all these actually really cool, like, branded Halloween cans where they had, like, a witch on one and a vampire and a skeleton. And you could do a QR code and you could scan it. And it would un- it would release these, like, special Snapchat filters that you could unlock oh, that were specific to Halloween. I feel so like I that's that great for, like, cool. kids. Yeah. Like, that's – they, like, hit the demographic because, like – kids and snapchat filters like that is all they and do and sugary drinks and sugary yes. drinks like it all is perfect combination perfect yeah nailed it so i was driving down the road the other day and i saw i think my first halloween billboard and it made me cringe so i know we're talking mm. about good campaigns but can i can i bring up one that that i didn't care for and i think they could have done a better job of i'd love Absolutely. to hear. so so it's a local heating and air conditioning company and all it so it's got a picture of a mummy on it. So I'm like, oh, Halloween, cool, mm-hmm. a picture of a mummy. But all it says is "Saving You, Mummy," and then it's got the company logo on it. I was like, 
why? I mean, I'm all for, I love puns. Yeah. I'm, I am all for puns. I would probably make the mummy money pun at some point in, in my <laughs> in your life. life. Yeah. <laughs> However, seeing it on a billboard, I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish with that. That that's one of those things where like it's Halloween, we have to come up with a new yeah. billboard idea. What do we do? And they pull out the dad joke of saving you, mummy. <laughs> but there's there's nothing about heating or air conditioning that has to do with that. They're not un, unlike the WD forty or the the Fanta thing. They're not mm-hmm. tying in anything that's business related with the Halloween promotion. Yeah. There, it it just seemed very low-hanging fruit to me yeah. and i just you see it all the time on social media like missy just said with you know the happy halloween and the orange kind of spooky font or whatever and i don't know do we just feel too obligated to to do something as as marketers when when we don't need to i think I, yeah i think people just get lazy or maybe they're just not inspired and so yeah. they're like well Either go. I think it's either that too, or it might be something that, like, for whatever reason, the business just doesn't want to associate with their business as much. Like, maybe they are religious and they just don't like Halloween, and you know what I mean. Then, like, then why even worry about like a saving a post, you money? Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows if they? Or I would say that it's Jeff definitely just to like follow along, if in a weird way. I don't know how to describe it. Like, like a heating and air conditioning company, you could you could do a you could do an ad similar to the WD forty. Like, don't don't heat the whole neighborhood, and it's like keep your door closed, and because on Halloween you're opening and closing your door all the time, and it's cold out. Yeah, probably gonna be cold outside in Minnesota, and there are so many other better things that I I could think yeah. of that they could do to capitalize yeah. on not capitalize, but you know use Halloween as a marketing tool and. I just, I did. Maybe it's just like the easy way out, right? It was like someone the easy just way out. didn't want to like think too hard about it. Yeah. And at the same time, like I'll be dev- devil's advocate. I feel like it's. I mean, I'm talking this. about it. I remember well, the billboard, so that's true. Um, it's memorable. Yes. Not only that, but billboards in general, like when you're designing them, um, I mean, you have milliseconds of someone's drive time True. to catch their attention so i mean the fact that it worked like is okay but i see your point like do something a little bit more like thought-provoking or cuter i don't know i just i i think i see both sides to it and i i too wish they maybe did more because it just like any anybody could do that with their brand and say like saving you money or mummy right. <laughs> saving you mommy. <laughs> so it's so uh. funny because I when I drive down the highway I saw the same billboard. They must have a couple of them sure. unless I'm just we're going down the same highway. <laughs> I don't know, but um, being, maybe it's because I have my marketer mind on all the time. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, I get it, Halloween. But I know that that company is family owned and they have kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how cool would have been if they would have had they, like a bunch yeah. of their kids dressed up in costumes? Because that's obviously a stock photo that they used. You know, something oh, like that. Yeah. And then maybe has me on the billboard that relates back to it being like a family business around Halloween. Like that in my head was like, that could have maybe taken that to a yeah. different level. So it's not too, I don't know. But again, we are talking about it. So it captured our attention. That's true. So maybe it is working. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just call them up. Be like, next year. 
<laughs> putting your kids we in got one mummy for you. costumes. <laughs> um, so Harley Davidson, huge brand, obviously. They did something really simple around Halloween last year. And we'll post a link to this because the visual is really stunning. But what they did is they just created a really simple poster. And they used all of the pieces of their Sportster 48 bike and created a skull around mm-hmm. it and made like a skull out of all the, the parts and then it just had a simple caption that said this Halloween treat yourself to genuine Harley Davidson parts super simple simplistic the graphic looks really badass yeah <laughs> and totally fits that like Harley Davidson vibe yeah so I, I thought that one really it was very simple way to, to capture attention yeah simple but authentic mm-hmm. yeah and related it. back to the brand forbidden oh, pizza website have you guys heard of this no. Do I don't think I've even, I don't know if I've ever even ate at Little Caesars before, to be honest with you. What? So Little, Little you haven't Caesars. You have lived. Oh, it's actually really good. Little Caesars released a website that forbid you from entering your physical address. If you try, you get a voice pleading not to do it. Wait. Oh my gosh, is it still active? Oh, I just went to Pinterest. After it's ignoring, a pin, isn't it? After ignoring the voice, you'll get taken to Google Maps where an image of your house being haunted by cartoon guests shows up. Along with instructions to find out how to unhaunt. Clicking on those gives you driving instructions to your nearest Little Caesars. Because they don't deliver. Clever. That's that's too much work, though. That's a a lot of work to get get a pizza for $5. Aren't they always $5? Yeah. Oh, imagine all the work that must have gone into that, though, to like make that so like it shows. Oh my gosh. That's clever. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars for lunch. Yeah. I'm surprised that so when you like when you Google like best Halloween marketing campaigns, there's not a lot of ones that pop up involving candy. Yeah. Which I thought was surprising because candy you think would be the ultimate thing that brands would, you know, promote, but maybe that's just a given, so it's not as out of the box. They don't need yeah. to market because people yeah. are buying two point six billion dollars worth of candy anyway. What's your guys' favorite Halloween candy? Ooh. <laughs> mm. Think back. Think like back, back, back then? Days. Yeah, like Laffy Taffy, oh. but not the banana Laffy Taffy. Oh, God. I don't know <laughs> who. <laughs> Who's the one that's like, I really want banana? Oh, it's gross. Uh, mine was... um. Either the pink or purple nerds, like the little boxes. Oh my gosh! So you're definitely, you guys are more like definitely the candy side. I was all about the chocolate, like the Twix, oh. Kit Kat. Nope. I think more candy. so now I like chocolate. Like if someone had some like dark chocolate doves, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to your door. I'm going to your door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Back then it was like the straight sugar. But that that candy marketing thing is interesting to me, though. I mean, obviously we buy candy, so there is probably an aspect of we don't need to be marketed to buy certain candies. But if you think about another um, holiday that's fairly candy-centric in mm-hmm. Easter, mm-hmm. there's plenty of candy marketing around Easter. Yeah, like Cadbury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why Why are those different? Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I'm sure there's some out there, but they were not ones that had popped up on anything that... Maybe like it's because campaigns. you don't need candy to celebrate Easter, but you kind of need candy to celebrate Halloween. What's Halloween without it's like candy? Must. It's kind of like, <laughs> mm, it wouldn't be Halloween without candy. It wouldn't be Easter without my chocolate but I think, bunny either. Right. 
That may be so. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still have that Easter dinner, which is like what I'm about. <laughs> um, though there was a really good campaign that Snickers did, and I saw it last year too, and I thought it was like amazing. It was like they've been doing this campaign where like you're not you when you're hungry. Yes, yep. yeah, that's all I think about when I think of Snickers now. And I mean they run them year all year round. Yep. So I mean, it's a really cool campaign with a lot of longevity. And the one that they did last year was like the horseless headsman. And oh my gosh, I feel like, yes, I remember seeing this. It was like actually really funny at the end because they give him the Snickers bar and they're like, you're confused when you're hungry. And he like turns in back into like the headless horseman and they're like, better? And he's like, better. And then it like, <laughs> it just like shows the horse like jumping it was just and all the kids are screaming it was just like really funny too like i mean those snickers ones they can be kind of funny it depends and especially like how long you've seen it too like the funny kind of goes away but mm -hmm. this one like keeps getting me i like it it's <laughs> it's like the most memorable halloween candy one for sure so i love airbnb and like everything they do because at first it's just a genius concept in general but for last halloween they put up an airbnb where you could stay in the paris catacombs which has what? like 6500 no, dead souls yeah nope. i'm all right <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, like, you have to, somehow you'd go through the app and you could enter to, like, win this. And they'd pick one winner and you got to sleep amongst the dead in an underground private, with an underground private concert and an unusual culinary experience, in quotes, is what they put on there. That's crazy. <laughs> nope, I'm good. Yeah. I, I'd be up for the unusual culinary experience, but. <laughs> yeah. Like, during the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> with some light yeah. and not so many skeletons around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of actual like business and um, like haunted tours. Like right now, this time of year, I've seen more advertising for that too. Um, and it's just some fun kind of content ideas, especially if you have like a hotel client or like some traveling related client, like just showing the places in the nearby area where they do like haunted tours yep. or like stay at this haunted bed and breakfast or something like that. Um, but I think it's, it's just super weird and I don't know like as I get older and I watch more like ghost related shows because I'm super obsessed with that stuff that I'm like I'm good like, <laughs> not gonna go looking for that stuff but it's it's crazy how much people like seek that stuff out I yeah. think it's because it's so um it's like not taboo but it's like just thought-provoking in everyone I don't know do you guys believe in ghosts I'm more on the no side. I'm more on the no side. Uh, I feel like a lot of people in my life are knowers, and I'm always like a yeser. <laughs> but I mean, Stay I watch strong. so many YouTube videos, like so, and I actually have like a, um, like a, it was a, it's one of these, you know, like my coworker, her friend, her, <laughs> her friend's haunted. friend. It's crazy because it's like a Snapchat video, and um, you, she's like. Supposedly the story is is that she um, was just house sitting for some person and she walks in and there's like dogs there so she has to like let them out and the dogs come running and you look in the back and it goes like straight down a hallway and you see like a bedroom and you look in the back and the shadow of a man like walks past it and then someone on her Snapchat, like she put on her story and someone on her, her Snapchat's like, there's somebody in there. Like, are you all alone? She's like, yeah, I'm all alone. Like, they're like, so she had to call the cops apparently. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I can't like 
confirm this story, but this is what my coworker <laughs> who got the original video, like I had this video on my phone from like a creepy. text message. Yeah, it's super creepy, but that's the stuff that makes my eyes water and I really like it. But <laughs> I I won't go seeking it out though. Like, I don't know. I don't want that stuff to follow me home. Well, it is crazy because like during Halloween, like all of a sudden, you know, all these haunted houses obviously pop yeah. up. And it's like, how how do you compete with each other? Because you only have, you know, people really probably think about Halloween for the month of October. Yep. Let's be real. So you have one month to get all these people to not go to all these other things that are popping up like Halloween experiences to come to your place. So how do you stand out? And I think it's doing like campaigns like this or doing like weird stuff like maybe someone starts like the clowns or a ghost thing yeah. and that's how you get that attention to come back to you. Right. So I was at a movie the other night and saw a preview for um, it's a sequel to The Shining that they're making called Dr. Sleep mm-hmm. which is definitely a scary Halloween type movie but it's not coming out until after Halloween, like the week after Halloween. So to Missy's point where you really only think about Halloween during the month of October, you would think they would come out with that movie early to mid-October yeah. to capitalize on all of that. I wonder I wonder if there's a reason. I mean, obviously there's a reason, but I wonder <laughs> yeah. what the reason is for them waiting on that. It seems like you could capitalize so much more and get people to see a scary yeah, because once Halloween's over, you're like Thanksgiving mode, Christmas for mode. For sure. Right. But maybe they don't want to deal with everyone else's, you know, all that other exposure with Halloween. So they're trying to capitalize on a little bit after. Well, I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like there could be a couple things. Um, maybe they're letting Halloween prime everybody to like be in the mood. Maybe it's because it's a Stephen King movie and it just came out. So like maybe they need to have so much space in between releases. I have no idea. It's it's probably a good enough movie to stand on its own outside of the... That's like the third reason because, I mean, The Shining has such a cult following and like everyone really likes that old original one because not only does it have like Jack Nicholson in it, but there's so many like hidden things throughout the movie, which is like... Because of the director, Stanley Kubrick, I think that's how you say Kubrick. his name. Kubrick. Kubrick? Yep. Okay. Um, because of Stanley Kubrick's like vision with that movie and all the hidden stuff he put in it, um, I feel like everyone's kind of, I don't know, excited for this because we don't know what to expect because I don't think he directed it. But the fact that that story is just so elaborate and it's just a very well done movie like I've never read the books and you would think I would probably should but (laughs) I'm just still really into that movie regardless so like I don't know I feel like that's enough to get people to go and I don't know maybe it just will help because everyone's already in the spooky mood I'll go go. go. I won't go (laughs) you enjoy it (laughs) I'll let you know how it is Awesome. Well, we'll link to all of the campaigns we talked about and a whole bunch more in our show notes section. Um, but yeah, hopefully this gives you guys some inspo for some spooky ways to integrate your brand into marketing um, for Halloween this year. And we'll probably have more to talk about after Halloween when we mm-hmm. see everything that launches. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered right to you every Wednesday. Um, oh, all the links we talked about will be in the show notes at socialfeedpodcast.com slash EP96. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.